Easy, 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 easy. Well, it's gonna take a little bit for the water you to get. Go in the shower. You wanna get in the shower? Okay, then you might wanna get on your all fours. So if you're wondering what happened to the rest of the video, before we get into the full video, um, I have to share a disclaimer. Um, viewers discretion is advised. Um, if you are sensitive to birth or anything birth related, you may not want to watch this video. Um, and honestly, I went back and forth of whether or not I wanted to share this birth film. Initially, I thought, yeah, I'm definitely going to share my birth film, honestly. Um, but then <laughs> after rewatching what actually occurred, I was like, no, <laughs> I'm not sharing this. But I was told that, you know, it's it's a good idea to share it. It's raw. It's real. Everybody's birth story is different. My birth story may not look like yours and vice versa. And so I decided to just go ahead and share it. But before I share it, I wanted to give a little bit of backstory because everything happens so fast. And what you're about to watch is basically what occurred towards the end, pretty much. What you're gonna see is pretty much just the birth happening and the after. Nobody had any time, you guys, to plan, neither myself, my husband, my birth team, which included my midwife, my doula, um, videographer and all of that we had. Sometimes no time to plan. <laughs> we had, <laughs> okay, wait, let me do that over. We had absolutely no time to plan, you guys, okay? Um, I had what was called a precipitous birth, which means that you barely labor, right? Typical laboring time, especially for a first-time mom. Uh, for me, I'm a first-time mom. Uh, you labor at least eight, 16 hours, right? 20 hours. Some people labor for 40 hours, 60 hours, right? Y'all, my labor was maybe like three, three to four hours and I barely knew that I was technically like in labor right I wasn't even really I did not have the whole laboring experience where you know it's like um early labor and early labor and then active labor or like I was planning on going through the whole shebang right I was thinking that I was going to be in labor for at least 16 hours right? Because that's the norm. You guys, my story was not like that. And I'm not mad at it, honestly, okay? I'm actually really happy that I did not have to labor for a long time. And so I'm just going to share with you a little bit of backstory before you guys watch the actual raw, real birth video. So I won't make this story too long because I know you guys want to watch the actual birth film. Mm -hmm. um, but what basically happened was, um, first of all, let's talk about the day before. How about that? <laughs> so yeah, the day before I went to do um, a pedicure, which they say that do getting like massages and like pedicures is good for uh, inducing labor naturally inducing labor. So I was like, okay, I'm four days away from my actual due date. Um, for a bit of context, this was a Friday, my due date was that following Wednesday. And so I decided to get a pedicure, just relax. And I decided to get some sugar, um, sugar waxing or basically sugar hair removal. I'm so happy that I found um, this lady. She's so holistic. Shout out to you, Nikki. Her service is just phenomenal. But that's beside the point. She's more holistic, right? And at the end of the service, she was like, sp she was spraying my underarm with myrrh. Or she started to. And she was like, oh, no, I forgot that this actually induces labor or it, it can help induce labor. And I was like, no, spray me away because I'm like four days away from my due date. Um, but prior to all of this, you guys, I was praying for a supernatural, God bless you. I was praying for a supernatural um, 
birth, right? I was praying for a peaceful birth, uh, a, a more natural birth in regards to, I did not want to have a medicated birth. I didn't want any epidural um, for various reasons and all the side effects that comes with it and, you know, things that can go wrong and all of that. I just wanted to be completely in tune with my body, what was happening with my body. And I wanted to feel the entire experience of my birth. So I did not want that. I didn't want to be induced. I did not want any Pitocin. I just wanted a completely unmedicated uh, birth. My birth plan was also that I did not birth in the hospital. Baby's over here. Probably going to have to get him. <laughs> he was sleeping now. He's awake. <laughs> yeah, initially I had planned on giving birth at one of the most like if not you know most reputable hospital uh in the area right or in the state actually <laughs> not just in the area but in the state of texas and i was working with an ob initially and in towards the end of my second trimester i decided to scrap that and switch to a more holistic um birth so this is something that i thought about from the beginning and even before my pregnancy but because of fear i was like oh let me just stick to the hospital stick to what's the norm. Mm. But after doing a lot of research during my pregnancy and some of the things that I experienced, honestly, you know, seeing, uh, seeing a regular OB and all of that, all of the statistics and, you know, things that I was reading up and researching on and stories that I was hearing about, you know, you know, black women giving birth in hospitals and all of that. I'm sure you've probably have heard some stories. If not, you know, let's leave it there. But I decided to switch to a more holistic birth plan. And I was believing God for a water birth, uh, an unmedicated birth, a peaceful birth, a birth that was not deemed like painful or traumatizing or anything like that. And I know it sounds crazy to say that, you know, to, to believe for a pain-free birth somewhat, but that's just something that I was believing for. And, and in fact, God is, it's funny how God works because he was showing me how possible it is because a couple of girlfriends that I've had who gave birth right before me, like a few weeks and a couple months before me, they had beautiful birth stories. Their birth stories weren't traumatizing or anything like that. God was just reminding me that this is possible once I trust in him, once I trust my body, and once I believe that, you know, my body can do what it was designed to do. Birthing is a natural experience, it's a natural thing, it's not an illness. And you know, oftentimes the hospital treats it as if it's this illness or you know, medical emergency, even when it's not a medical emergency. So in a nutshell, those are some of the reasons why I decided to completely switch my birth plan. And I'm so happy that I did because it was a whole different experience, you guys. Basically my birth plan was either giving birth at home or at the birth center. If you're not familiar with what a birth center is, birth center is, it's like an in-between of, you know, the home or the hospital. It, you feel like you're at home, how it's set up. It feels like a home, like you're in an actual house and it's very private. It's pretty much just your birth team and, you know, your partner, your family members, whosoever you want at your birth. It's not like the hospital where there's lights everywhere, there's beeping everywhere, there's people there's nurses coming in and out of the room telling you to sign all these things and, you know, bothering you and all of that. It's nothing like that um, when you give birth at a birth center. Back to the day before you guys, I know I'm a little bit off track a little bit, but I really wanted to give you the bigger picture, just a bit of backstory, right? I got my uh, sugar hair removal uh, service done and then I got a pedicure and then when I got home, I asked Hubby to give me 
foot massage. <laughs> and then, y'all, when he got to the right foot, I was like, this is it. You remember that thing? Yeah, I remember. <laughs> I was like, this is it. I like, it felt so good. I was like, I felt like this was going to like get baby here. Like literally, that's how I felt. So that was like Friday night. And like 12 o'clock. Yeah, midnight. Um, but during the week, I was saying, wasn't I saying to you, we were joking because you were like joking about when the baby's coming. Um, because you know, baby was due like that following Wednesday, and you know how it is where you know, babies don't necessarily come the exact on the exact due date, it can they can come two weeks before or two weeks after. And so, I was jokingly saying, you know, he's gonna come on Saturday, right. And we went to bed late that night, like around 12 or something. And then 4 a.m., I started feeling stuff like in my stomach. I just felt like I needed to use the bathroom, honestly. So I got up, used the bathroom, went back to bed, and I felt water. And I was like, oh, my goodness. I think my water broke. I was wondering if I was being on myself because, uh, you know, that's normal for pregnant women to kind of trickle a little bit because you can't really hold your pee that much. But during my pregnancy, my entire pregnancy, I was able to hold my pee well. So I was like, I don't really think this is pee. And so I went to the bathroom again and got back in bed and y'all, a whole gush of water in the bed. I was like, oh my goodness. So I woke, mm -hmm. I, I woke hubby up and I was like, I think my water broke. Yeah. And... Then I went to the bathroom, we turned on all the lights and everything, and indeed my water did break. It was the whole bloody show, um, what they call it, if you're new to this. <laughs> it's basically where I guess the mucus plug uh, detaches, which means mm -hmm. baby is coming, right? Or close enough, like uh, in a few few hours or maybe a couple of days, right? And so I was like, okay, wow. So I called my midwife. Did I call my midwife first? No, we started timing your contractions first. Okay. Because you started having contractions. Okay, so my doula gave us this app to use to time mm -hmm. our contraction because apparently uh, the hospitals do this too, where they suggest that you get to the hospital when your contractions are at least 411. Um, every hospital may be different. It may be 511, 711, I don't know. But for us, it was 411, meaning if your contractions are four minutes apart and if it lasts for a minute and if if it lasts for a minute and goes on for an hour. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. It always confuses me, but some, I think pretty much that's what it was. Mm -hmm. If the contractions are four minutes apart and it lasts for a minute, and if that goes on for, oh, for, an, entire for an entire hour, okay. yes, that's when you want to look to getting to the hospital or birth center or whichever. Mm -hmm. And so we were timing my contractions. And that's, a, that's when we call the Okay. But mind you, when I felt like I was feeling, I felt something. I'm telling you guys, it did not feel like contractions. I know my body, it was not intense or anything. It was not painful. You guys, I barely felt anything, but I knew I was feeling something. And obviously my water broke. So I'm like, okay, this is obviously contractions because what else, what else could it be? Mm -hmm. So I called my midwife <laughs> and it's funny because she was like, um, okay, now is the time you want to rest because, you know, <laughs> um, Basically, people think that in early labor, you should be doing all of these stuff and trying to get the baby. But in early labor, you're really supposed to rest, right? Because you're going to need that energy for active labor. And so she was kind of saying that. And I was like, hmm, okay. And I was like, all right, cool. Because she was like, you know, typically you wouldn't be able to talk during your contractions. Yeah, talk during your contractions. And then 45 minutes later, 
you couldn't talk during your contractions. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I was basically like laser focused. I was like, whoa. It's interesting because it's like, it wasn't painful to where it's like, this is unbearable or something, but it was really intense though. It's like something that you have to just really focus on, right? Like you're not focused on talking to anyone or anything like that. I mean, you couldn't sit on the toilet because that's when they got more intense. Oh yeah, but then it was like, I, want, I needed to sit on the toilet though. <laughs> yeah. That was weird. <laughs> so yeah, it started to get intense really quickly. So mind you guys, this is about five o'clock AM when I first called my midwife and then about five, close to six o'clock, I was like, okay, this is it. And then about seven o'clock or so I called my doula and she- well, I've been texting the doula the entire time because I'm like, hey, things are starting. What do I do? <laughs> She's telling me to just uh, time the contractions. Everything will be fine. Just keep on time and then send her screenshots of the times that the contractions are happening. So that's what I'm doing while you're over there not being able to talk. <laughs> mm -hmm. So hubby was basically, you know, the communicator. Um, and she told me to tell you to sleep during the contractions. And so as I'm timing them, <laughs> I'm like, hey, just lay down, go to sleep. You slept through one contraction. And then the second one, you was like, nope. I'm not sleeping. <laughs> I know. I was like, how am I supposed to sleep through this? No, this is clearly happening. Like, I can feel this. So I'm you messaging know? her like, hey, she can't sleep through these contractions. This is really intense over here. So, so then this one we called her, and she was telling you about her breathing. Yeah, because I was breathing a bit wrong. I was yeah, fast breathing. Yeah, I was I was like, I was yes, like, I was more like fast breathing a lot. Mm -hmm. So she kind of like coached me through breathing properly. Mm -hmm. And then she got here in within two hours by 9 a.m. And by 9 a.m., everything really, like... Yeah, 9 a.m. was a was a struggle. <laughs> she got here, and so um, I had made you something to eat when she first got here. Because, mm -hmm. all right, so I made you something to eat, then she got here. And she said, hey, let's switch out. You go and get something to eat, because I know she was like, you're going to need energy as well. So I'm like, okay. I start making my eggs and my... Christmas, what was it? No, bagel. Yeah, I'm gonna tell them everything. No, nah, sorry, sorry. I need people to know. <laughs> <laughs> I just got done cooking my egg, put salt on it, and then all of a sudden I just hear, <clears throat> so <I'm> like, <laughs> and the dude was like, Raymond, uh, can you come out here real quick? I was like, okay, I'm coming. Didn't even get to eat my bagel, so it's just sitting there. And so she's like, okay, I'm gonna call uh, the midwives in the birth center. I need you to sit here. If you see a head, I need you to let me know because we're going to have to catch the baby here. I'm just like, I don't understand why people keep talking about catch a baby. I don't I don't know how to catch <laughs> a baby, but okay. So she walks out of the room and she's talking to them. And I'm just sitting there with Shy. And then she's like, I hear them on the phone saying, okay, are we going to be able to make it to you or do you want to come to us? But I think we were only 20 minutes away from them, but they were probably going to take about an hour to get done. So they told us to come to them. So then that's when we were like, okay, let's start packing up and going. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, meanwhile, I was just laser focused. I was just on my, the bed and laser focused. And then at, at one point while this was happening too, I felt like I really needed to push. So um, I was on the toilet because I felt like I needed to push, really. I wasn't forcing it or anything. It just felt like I needed to push now. And on the bed... Um, my doula was there with me. I was listening to my meditation music, mm -hmm. my calming, uh, spiritual music, you know, taking, riding the waves of a contraction and all of that. And then I started pushing and then a the whole gush of water again just started to come out. And anyway, yeah. So we had to make the, what did my doula say to you? Like, what? 
when we were like, okay, we're heading there now. Oh, yeah. She was saying that she was like, if she starts giving labor, uh, going into labor in the car, pull over on the side of the road, call me and call 911. She was like, I'm going to be right behind you, but still, we got to call 911. <laughs> and it's like, I heard that, y'all, but I completely zoned out because <laughs> I was like, there's no way I'm having this baby in a car, okay? Oh, <laughs> there's no way this is happening. So I was just in my zone. Like, I'm like, Lord, get us to this birth center. Like, mm -hmm. get us there safely, please, you know, because it's like the worst thing you want is for something to happen while you're on your way to giving birth. Right, no, and we had to take the highways. So. Oh, goodness. Thankfully, it was a Saturday morning because in Dallas, it can, and it's like, it was like well, 9 a.m. It wasn't a Saturday morning when the state fair was happening. That would have yeah. stopped. It would have been stopped. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, thankfully, it was just a normal Saturday morning. Mm -hmm. And there was still a little bit of slowdown, but not too bad. And so I was in the car, y'all, wanting to push. My husband can tell you. And, oh, you started crying, too. Uh, yeah, I was crying because I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, crap. I'm thinking about, oh, my son's about to be here. I know she wanted this. I was like, she wanted her. She wanted to give birth at the birth center. I'm like, I'm just hoping we make it. I don't want to not make it. That's what I'm over there crying about. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so then the entire car ride, she's not saying anything. So I'm just like, okay, she's completely disconnected because I'm like, I'm pretty sure at this point she feels like if she reconnects with her body, she's going to start pushing in the car. So, so it's just driving. Then we get there and... No, before we got there, you were driving in potholes. No, no that was no, the, that was was the long, was That was the longest drive of my entire <laughs> life. Okay? <laughs> that was the longest car ride. And I just felt like he kept going in potholes. No, it was that one road after you get off the highway. I can't avoid the potholes because there's so many. And you know what? Maybe if I was not in labor, it wouldn't have, you know, <laughs> felt like it would have just been like, oh, potholes. But y'all, <laughs> with feet, like literally the baby's right here. It was the worst thing ever getting through this potholes. But anyway, mm -hmm. we got to the birth center. So she runs out of the car because she's trying to hurry and get to the door. Mm-hmm. And then I'm getting the stuff out. So we get to the door, it's locked. And so I call the midwife, but I, at the same time when she's probably telling us the code to the door, my phone reconnected to the Bluetooth in the car. So we didn't hear it. And so we just have to sit there and we're waiting. And then our doula comes right behind us. So she calls him, we get the code to the door. And then so we go inside and she's like, hey, the midwife wants you to go upstairs to see how dilated you are. And you're like, no, nah, I'm not making it up those steps. <laughs> so we go to the birth room and. No, I was like, when she said that, I was like, no, I'm not going upstairs. <laughs> Mind you, y'all, I can't blame them. Again, no one expected this, how quickly things were, you know, yeah, going to happen. Yeah, we on like, what, hour three and a half? Mm -hmm. We're hour uh, three and a half by the time we get there. Hour four by the time we got to the birth center. So hour four? What do you mean? We're at four hours into birth, into labor. About that. Yeah. So they're probably not thinking yeah, about four she's about to give birth right now after only four hours. Yeah, exactly. All right, y'all. Enough of us. Sit back, relax, and enjoy our natural birth film. Now, if you are listening to this episode on a podcasting platform such as Apple or Spotify, I decided to take out the actual birth 
film because it only makes sense to watch it versus just listening to what's happening uh, so if you'd love to check out my actual birth film go over to my youtube channel at shybivia the empress that's shybivia the empress s-h-i-b-i-v-i-a and i'm the only one so i should pull up and you can enjoy my full birth film there again it was a precipitous birth so um it's a very short clip um of me actually giving birth and uh the aftermath of that um but in the meantime let me know what are your thoughts about a home birth or natural birth or birth center birth just overall an out of hospital birth um and share your thoughts with me about what you think about and having an unmedicated birth is this something that you would do is this something that you're hoping to do is this something that you have done or you know thought was possible um do you believe that birth can be peaceful uh share your thoughts i'd love to hear and hopefully in a future video or a future episode i will hopefully interview some of my other girlfriends who have had natural unmedicated peaceful births it is possible so if this is something that you desire do not listen to the naysayers okay god did not intend us to have traumatic birth experiences your birth experience can be peaceful once you have the right people with you once you have the right mindset once you decide to surrender in birth you can have the birth that you have prayed for until next time beautiful people